mom of four, plant mama of seven, music lover with a banging playlist, and two left feet, entrepreneur of over 17 years, and though a professional, y'all, I'm still an around the way girl at heart, earthy, eclectic, free spirit, a few piercings, and a few tats, road trip lover, random as fuck. Mm, you fill in the blank. Living, learning, loving, praying, and laughing my way through this amazing adventure called life. And I am here to help you do the same. Hi, I'm Tiffany, and this is Life Unscripted. Welcome. Now, let's jump into this week's amazing episode created especially for you and yours. So welcome everybody to another edition of Life Unscripted. I'm your girl Tiffany and today I have two wonderful guests with us. Um, Our first guest is Maisha Anderson and the second guest is Wendy Cosby and we are going to be talking about living a holistic, alkaline, vegan type of lifestyle. And these two ladies are phenomenal with their approach to making an alkaline vegan diet, one that is appealing and just as delicious as the soul food or other things that we have grown used to coming up. So welcome ladies to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad to have you. So first, I want to just kind of backtrack a little bit. And before we start talking about what you currently do, um, if you all both would just kind of speak to us about what your process was, what led you to the decision to become um, an alkaline, vegan, living type of person? Like what what, what got you there? Well, I started off doing um, Daniel Fast. And um, if anyone's not familiar with Daniel Fast, it's um, kind of like, like vegan on steroids. <laughs> with the Daniel Fast, um, you are just pretty much eating anything from from the earth. So, and no processed foods, no junk food, um, very, very strict. And I would do that just, you know, kind of to as a cleanse and, you know, for clarity with my mind and my, my spirit. And then, um, I noticed how good I felt after doing a Daniel fast. So then I started looking into, um, the vegan lifestyle and I didn't, I wasn't one who transitioned uh, automatically. It's something I did over time. So as a process, first I gave up dairy and I gave up, um, eggs and, uh, then I gave up pork and beef and, chicken I eventually just ate fish and probably maybe two or three years ago I just finally gave it all up and then went uh, strictly to a vegan lifestyle I think that is awesome what about your experience Wendy what made you want to make the decision to transition to alkaline vegan sure so for me very similar to Maisha you know I did experience Back in 2014 and 15, a church that I was a member of, um, they did an annual fast. So I decided to fast from meats and dairies and processed sugars doing the Daniel fast as well. And that's when I got my first exposure to that type of eating lifestyle. 
And then we fast forward to uh, the end of 2016, I learned about my dad being diagnosed with um, cancer, unfortunately. And because when we think about Western medicine, they're only going to go so far with um, helping a person with or a patient with a chronic illness. So my mother and I, as well as my brother, we aggressively did research trying to figure out how can we approach this from a holistic standpoint or uh, approach his illness um, from a holistic standpoint. So during our research, that is where I was starting to learn about an alkalinized environment and an acidic environment. And sicknesses and diseases cannot thrive in an alkalinized environment. They can only thrive and be created in an acidic environment. So you ask yourself the question, what creates an alkalinized environment? An alkalinized environment is created by consuming your vegetables, your fruits, your grains, and your herbs. Acidic environments are created um, from you know your meats, your dairy, processed sugar. And when we think about cancer, cancer absolutely loves processed sugars. So once we started gaining knowledge around that, when we were able to get foods into my dad's system, we saw how his body was starting to respond in a positive way, but due to the fact that we did not have medical support such as you know equipment that could help get the foods on into his system like with ivs you know we just couldn't get him built up and unfortunately we ended up losing him and because of the knowledge that was gained in his death it made me say to myself enough is enough i don't want to put my health in the hands of the medical field ever again unless I have a broken arm. So mm-hmm. March 2017 is when I really just went hard with it. And, you know, I, I you know, learned about your Dr. Sabies and dove deeper. I, you know, connected with the master herbalist and he was able to show um, ways to care for the body from a holistic standpoint. And, you know, many other encounters I've had as well. Um, and, um, you know, it's been great. The benefits that come with it, um, they have been awesome. The way I feel, it feels awesome. I feel like I eat with a purpose now mm-hmm. versus eating just because I'm hungry. And I absolutely love it. There's nothing that can change my mind at this point. And again, COVID can come knocking on my door and it will politely be dismissed. And if I am one who happens to get the virus, I think because my immune system is so strong, it will not last. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah, that's where I'm at with it. Or that's the beginning of my journey with it. <laughs> that was an awesome journey. I am, of, I, of course, you know, my heart goes out is with you having lost your father in the process. Um, you. But, it, you know, it, it was an amazing thing that even with going through that, he introduced you in losing his life. Um, he actually had you guys put in a position to where you could help save yours, you know, eventually. So I think that that was a beautiful thing from that story. Um, yeah. And thank you. Well, yeah, certainly. And 
for me, I guess my next thing is what caused you guys or what gave you um, the the boldness to try new things when it came to the food aspect of it, because we know that living an alkaline vegan lifestyle, it is just that is a holistic lifestyle. So it doesn't really stop at the food. And I know most people, when they think about us eating in a certain way, in their mind, I think that they think we eat food that is like, you know, tofu. <laughs> you know, I think they think that it's something that is just, um, that there's no good taste to it. I think they think that it's bland and boring and, and we are restricted. What I love about you, uh, Wendy and Maisha, you, I love following, of course, I know you both personally, but I love following you all on your social media pages. And when I think about someone who is vibrant in this particular way of life, I, immediately y'all come top of mind. But I think what I love most about you guys is that you are, um, you're, you try new things. I always see you all trying different recipes. I see you being very creative with the, with the ingredients that you have. And that's a part, even with me being as strong as I am in, um, in, um, my holistic way of living, I don't play around with the food enough. You know, I stick to what I have, my approach to eating has been that I will, about the foods that I loved um, before I, you know, became alkaline vegan. And um, I think what I do is I try to find an alternative, you know, um, to the food, you know, the one way that I'm used to cooking it. Well, I'm trying to find healthier ways to do it, you know, now on this side. But now you all, you all take things that I don't, y'all go to farmer's market, y'all find fresh fruit, y'all find things and then you're just tossing it up and it looks so beautiful. Wendy, I love that you you know, make your, your food so beautiful and then you put it on a paper plate. But, you know, this is all a part of, if you know Wendy, she's just, that's just Wendy, you know, and I love that about you. So anyway, all that being said, the part that I have not gotten to that you all are at is that you have no fear in exploring and trying new things. So tell me about that. What got you guys so free in the kitchen that made you think, huh, let me see what it tastes like if I do this with that. Let me see, you know, because I'm not there in that part yet. Well, I'll say um, when I initially transitioned to vegan, I had the same routine. I would pretty much do a smoothie for for breakfast, for lunch, a salad. And then for dinner, it was usually like sweet potatoes, a veggie and mushrooms. And I did that for about a month and it got old really quick. So I went to Pinterest, believe it or not. And I looked up vegan dishes on Pinterest or even, you know, regular dishes. And then I just found a way to veganize. And that's, you know, what I call it, veganize it. So instead of using meat, I might use mushrooms. Uh, Oyster mushrooms have become my favorite meat substitute. Chickpeas have also become my favorite meat substitute. And um, I just kind of play around with different different recipes and put my own spin on it. But yeah, I used to get the whole, oh, you're eating tofu or you're eating bean sprouts. And I'm like, no, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> I season it like you season it. I, I'll bake it or, you know, I'll throw it in, in my air fryer. But no, I, I like to eat real food. I'm not just eating a tofu and... <laughs> It does. And I know that Maisha, you and I both are single. Wendy is married. And I know that um, 
that that is a, I wouldn't say a struggle. So I was talking to a person. We were just you know kind of just getting to know each other or whatever, and he was being very intentional with the way he was eating for one reason. I was being very intentional with the way I was eating for another. So of course you know I'm very intentional with the things I will eat and won't eat. You know, being that I'm vegan. He, on the other hand, um, was really big into, I don't know if he still is or not, but he was really big into the keto community. And so he's pounded on all the meat that he can get, you know, and I'm just the opposite, like, oh my gosh. So the joke was that, you know, you know, I would never, like, if, if, if we ever were to date seriously or to get together, like, he would, you know, he would say, I'm not, I'm, I'm doing all the cooking because otherwise you'd be giving me, you know, ass or whatever he used to say, you know, and and so I got to thinking about that. And I'm like, you know, functioning in a marriage or a relationship with someone who, um, I guess I, I just, because on when, to Wendy's point, as far as um, doing the research and the, and the um, for the health aspects of why we eat the way we eat, um, I guess for someone I love, I wouldn't want to give them something that I know is not healthy for them. Like there was no way that I could see myself fixing a, a roast and potatoes and carrots anymore for someone. Like I just wouldn't do it. You know, I, I, you know, and so I think on the relationship piece, that is something that I have to consider. Um, I think I saw a little meme one time before um, it was two people sitting across the table from each other at dinner and the meat and the woman was like throwing a glass of water in the guy's face. It said, you know, on her, on his black planet, on his black people meat profile, he said he's vegan. And uh, the lie detector said that was a lie. You know, and so when she saw that he really ate meat, meat you know, she was mad and she threw water in his face or whatever. The point is, I wonder if, so for you, Maisha, with you being single, do you, do you, does it matter for you what the guys eat or do you seek out people that have a similar lifestyle to yours? And Wendy, you know, what about your husband? How easy was it for him to catch on? So will you all talk to me about that piece? Well, for me, um, I'm kind of on the fence now because I've noticed when I talk to guys who, who do eat meat, it's that whole um, issue of, well, if, you know, things work out and we, you know, get serious, I want you to cook meat for me or, you know, I, I've got to eat meat or I'm not going to, you know, switch over to vegan. And I'm thinking I'm not here, you know, to, to switch you over. That's something that you have to want to do. Mm -hmm. But at the time, you know, I also want to be with somebody who kind of aligns with me and what I eat. And, you know, I've noticed, and I don't know if it's because I'm getting older, but the men that I'm running into, they have, they have some health issues. I'm, I'm hearing high blood pressure and mm -hmm. diabetes. And I'm thinking, okay, you might actually want to <laughs> look at changing your diet up a little bit. So now when I'm, with me finding or meeting, you know, more guys who are having these health issues, I am kind of leaning towards probably, you know, someone who is, who is at least, you know, plant-based or, you know, at this point. Yeah. What about you, Wendy? How did your husband, was he on board immediately from the jump when you kind of began exploring um, an alkaline um, type of lifestyle or was, did it take some convincing or how did that go for you? Oh, girl, it's still a work in progress. <laughs> he um, uh, was completely allergic to the lifestyle. And, um, but, you know, he supported me, you know, mm -hmm. something that I wanted to do for myself and obviously do for our four-year-old. And um, 
at the time I started transitioning, she was a little over a year old. So she had just been introduced, you know, not too long before that to, you know, solid foods and she was already vegan and didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I think that it's, you know, so, so important to season your food. I still season my food, um, hardcore, <laughs> um, <laughs> if you will, um, the way I did prior to switching to this eating lifestyle. I've always been big on making sure it's seasoned well and that it tastes good. And you can still do that same thing with, you know, a plant-based lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And um, as long as you make that food taste good, men are going to eat. I'll put that plate in front of him and it's either you eat this or you go figure it out on your own this evening because <laughs> I've already done what I'm going to do for the evening. So um, I feel like that is the key. Uh, it's just making your food taste good because I think a lot of people, like when you go, um, let's say someone calls themselves trying to cater to your eating lifestyle or you go to a restaurant and they have some vegan or vegetarian options, they think that you don't want your food seasoned. I'm like, what's mm-hmm, the sea mm-hmm. salt? Can we get some sea salt, please, <laughs> and some garlic powder? Like, come on, you all, let's oh, pull this together. <laughs> And, um, you know, it's not supposed to be, you know, you know, bland. It's supposed to be something mm-hmm. that you enjoy. So, um, so yeah, so that's where, you know, I am at concerning, you know, getting him to eat. Um, and then I think, too, another thing when you're trying to convince some of these gentlemen out here that, hey, there's nothing wrong with this, when you just indirectly talk about, how this specific food does this for the body, that specific food does that for the body as you're serving that plate. They're listening, even though they have their noses turned up, they're still listening. And eventually, I think that, you know, they'll be open to a switch or, you know, an 80% switch at some point. Like, I feel like my husband's really, really, you know, getting there. I mean, he eats a you know, he eats with me every evening and, you know, I hear fewer complaints at this point. So I think when you sing out those benefits, it, it goes a long way. Absolutely. And I'm with Maisha with, um, I've noticed, you know, that guys are, you know, kind of that I have, you know, maybe have, have befriended over the last few years. Um, some of those health issues are coming up, Maisha. I, I agree. And I think so to tie into what Wendy said, um, I know that one in particular, he was suffering um, from or dealing with high blood pressure, but he had this little, you know, little whatever it is, he would, this concoction he would come up with that would help him with that. Because, you know, with high blood pressure, we know that it can also affect you in a sexual way as well and all this good stuff. So um, he had this little concoction that he would use when um, to help him out with his stamina or whatever there. So saying all that to say that they um I think you're right Wendy they are listening and on their own they may be doing their own little research to some degree and um Mm -hmm. I feel like you know in in those kinds of cases people pick and choose when they want to use something natural or holistic you know maybe they don't want the food but they're looking up the herbs you know trying to see what herbs going to help them with this or with that so um and I do agree that it is a process and it is something that you Unfortunately, um, 
like Maisha with you, it sounds like you kind of started off just on the Daniel fast and it kind of was like, hmm, I like how I, how I feel. Let me try this a little bit more or whatever. Wendy, in your case, it was more so something, well, I guess one of the heightened points of this was due to a health situation. And so okay. I think that a lot of people, if they do come to this, I, I think this particular generation, we are exploring it because of the exposure that it gets on social media and things like that. People in um, the generation that came before us, if they are transitioning to these things, it may be because of us being their children and we're talking them into it or a health condition has you know kind of been the the primary reason why they're like oh my gosh I better cut out on this and that because a doctor is saying this and that's coming up in the labs so while some are um afforded the option of hmm, I think I'll try this some are like their backs against the wall if I don't try this it may mean a matter of life or death you know so um it was interesting I began I think I remember when I very first started I've never really been a big meat eater um, even as a kid, I never was into fried chicken. I've always loved the the skin, like the the you know the 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 the, the skin, the chips of the skin or whatever. But I've never liked to bite into uh, it. Just for me, the visual of it, thinking I'm eating into something that was once alive, it just I don't know. Every once in a while, I would have a hamburger. Overall, I just could never get into. It. I could fix amazing like uh, meatloaf and. Um, like I said, um, rolls, potatoes, and carrots, very good in the kitchen, just never liked it. But anyway, um, I think for me, when I just started seeing um, the health benefits of of going all the way, you know, alkaline vegan, um, I definitely, for me, and it, before I went all the way alkaline vegan, I was still, and I still do struggle sometimes with my carbs, you know, um, I, you know, that was one thing that was the issue for me because I love my carbs. But I started watching this guy on YouTube. His name was, uh, and y'all may have heard of him, Herbalist Kareem. So there's uh, Herbalist Kareem is a, um, so he's a, um, obviously a master herbalist. And he has a YouTube channel. And his page, the, the, the channel is called Four Cycles of Life. And so he focuses on the body. And also he is a business guru. So some of his, um, some of his recordings and videos are speaking to, you know, business and teaching you how to do all that strategically. A big chunk of what he does is um, work in in the arena of, you know, the health and, and the herbs and all this good stuff. So anyway, I, I remember one Saturday in particular, I was looking up like a video on something with him. And one video turned into another video, turned into another video. And before I knew it, it was hours that have gone by on a Saturday afternoon paper and pencil and I felt like I had been in school but wanted to be there and I was like man why is it that they don't teach these things in school like he broke down like you know like with Wendy you're talking about you know how um, disease cannot live in an alkaline environment it can only live in an acidic environment and you know but he broke all that down and he explained you know what does that even mean you know and how do you get your body in one uh, one state or the other and all this that and the third but if you all will look at his video and any of our listeners out there if you would look up herbalist um, herbalist kareem k-a-r-e-e-m and or the four cycles of life you just bring paper and pencil and be ready because you will not want to stop watching um yeah, he's just that good. But anyway, I remember after seeing all that, you know, because knowledge is power. 
after I saw all the things that he presented in his videos, I was completely convinced that this is the way to go. Um, I've noticed that my weight has changed. <laughs> Not yeah. so happy about that because I've always been just straight up and down. You know, I've always been just thin as the wind and I've always wanted to be a little curvy. And even after having, you know, my first two or three kids, I still was straight up and down. The third child, I had a few extra pounds. The fourth one, you know, I had a few extra pounds. Still never was really, really big. Um, and so... I kind of got used to just in the last couple of years, putting on a few little curves or whatever. And as soon as I really got heavy in this alkaline vegan diet, um, and I hate to say diet because that's not like, it's not a fad for me, but I've been doing it for since 2017. Um, but anyway, I've lost weight and I don't like that part. So I try to, sometimes I'll, you know, like I say, I have this love affair with carbs. And so that's been one thing that's been a struggle for me to really just wipe all the way out. I'll do great with it. And then I'll just have a craving out the blue and I'll go back to them a little bit. But that's what kind of helps keep the pounds on me is the carb. Because otherwise, as long as I eat so well, you know, naturally my body just doesn't keep the pounds on like I would like. So that's been my one little struggle with um, being alkaline vegan is that ah, those curves are gone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah in, in closing i want to wrap this up with just asking you both for your favorite recipe because we want i wanted to really highlight the fact that you all played around the kitchen and that you were not afraid of diff, just different textures and different recipes and trying different ingredients so could you both give me your favorite like if you were to just show off you know what would you tell me? Tell me a meal that you would prefer that you would prepare, and give us how you would prepare it. Because I want people to know that just because we eat a certain way, as we mentioned earlier, it does not mean that we eat tofu, and it does not mean that our food has to be bland. So give them something that's just good, so that they can try it. And be like, hmm, I might try this again. All right, whoever wants to go first, I can go first. Um, well, actually, I'm getting ready to. Post once we wrap up my dinner today. Um, this is one of my, I want to say, signature dishes um, that I have made for guests at the home, and they have raved about it. Uh, my husband, and my daughter, they enjoy it, but it's just some spaghetti. Okay, so let me tell y'all what I do with the spaghetti. So I use whole wheat spaghetti. Sometimes when it's in stock, I'll use spelt flour spaghetti. Mm -hmm. But um, today it was whole wheat spaghetti. And I tossed quinoa in with the spaghetti while it boiled just for some additional protein. But again, let's all remember protein is in all your vegetables. Um, it's also in fruits, but, um, you know, you have higher content of protein in your grains, but, um, I did that. And, um, while I had that boiling, I chopped up red, orange, green bell peppers, red, also known as melanin onion. And I chopped up some Bella mushrooms and mm. tomatoes. So I took all the vegetables there, put those in a little saucepan, added my clean, I use a clean spaghetti sauce, 
And, you know, kind of going back to what I mentioned earlier, you know, a lot of times when you're, you're trying to eat clean, there's not much seasoning. So, you know, when you think about your pregos and ragus that are out there, they have somewhat some seasoning or some taste to it. So with my sauces, I like to doctor them up with, you know, some heavy garlic powder. I add some sea salt to it, cayenne pepper. Um, agave is my best friend because I don't use sugar anymore and honey is made by bees. So agave is your best friend, especially a raw dark one. And that's kind of where I like to, you know, add that sweetness to my sauce. But, um, oh my goodness, you put that all together, let it heat up lightly, um, just enough to heat the sauce, but I love a little bit of a crunch. But you, you know, you let that go. Well, on the side, I had some steamed broccoli. And again, I lightly steam my vegetables because I still, I love that crunch. Uh, There's just something about it. But I seasoned that up with some sea salt, cayenne pepper, some garlic powder, and grapeseed oil and let that simmer for a little bit. But before you know it, and that's the beauty about this lifestyle, your food is done pretty quickly. Like it's Mm -hmm, not like mm -hmm. you're waiting on some chicken to fry or, you know, you're waiting on your your red meat to get well done like you know your stuff is done you know 20 30 minutes depending on what you're cooking but um um i'm telling you it's it's a home run just because it's so flavorful the vegetables give off so much flavor and so much um just life that you know you enjoy it and my guests enjoy it it goes a long way you can never go wrong with spaghetti and um, that's one of my signatures that I thoroughly love. Oh my gosh, that sounds so good. I'm gonna need you to send me the picture and the recipe because I think I want to post that for them. Like, I just that sounds so good. I saw your finds from the um, farmer's market recently, and I would have been lost. I'm just gonna be honest going to the farmer's market and picking up some um, vegetables that I'm not used to working with. I've been intimidated and I wouldn't pick them up. You have some things that I'm like buy that you know how did she know what to do with that so that just sounds delicious okay Maisha you're up next honey my go-to I wouldn't call it a meal maybe more of a a snack or I guess it could be a meal is um untuna so um it's tuna fish and I get hard uh, I get hard of palm which you can um find it at Walmart or at the Asian stores it's um usually like with the artichokes our whole food stores uh carry they carry it too. I use heart of palm and chickpeas and I blend those up, not, you know, too much, just to where they're kind of chopped up. I add a celery. I'm sorry, not celery salt. I add celery and then I add a dill, Old Bay seasoning and vegan mayo. And then I add a little black salt, which gives it like the egg taste. Hmm. Didn't know that. Really? I like eating tuna fish. <laughs> wow. So what do you now what do you do with that? Do you just do with crackers or like what do you like? It depends. Um sometimes I'll put it on 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 a uh, salad, like in a salad, and I'll just do like a mm. you know tuna salad, um ver- a vegan version of a tuna salad, or you can do it on sandwiches or crackers, or just eat it straight out the <laughs> out the bowl. Really? So where did you, is that something that you kind of came up with just playing around with ingredients or did you see that somewhere? Or Well, that sounds, y'all both can't, I'm telling you all, y'all are killing it in, in the kitchen. Me, myself, I'm, 
I, I need lessons right there. That sounds so good. Like, where'd you get that from? Well, I'm in this group on Facebook. It's Black Vegan Beginners 101. And it's for people who are just starting out on the vegan journey or, you know, kind of curious about it. And they have the best recipes in that group. And that's where, and I kept seeing untuna, untuna. And I'm like, you know what? I'm seeing this so much. Let me, let me try it out. But majority of the people who posted it, they use chickpeas. Okay. And I tried chickpeas with a curry dish and I didn't quite like the texture um, for that. So I wanted something with a little more of a, um, a fish texture. And I just kind of, you know, did some looking, you know, looking on, um, Pinterest for something that you know I could substitute the chickpeas for, and then I found the heart of palm, and I used really? the chickpeas to give it protein, and the heart of palm to give it the texture. I have never even heard of heart of palm. Like just being very transparent, I haven't. I have got. To, I'm very so. I'm very strong. I'm very strong when it comes to herbs, you know, finding alternatives to things you can do to treat, you know, a headache or a swelling or, you know, blah, da, 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 whatever. I take, you know, certain vitamins and supplements every day and drinking all this water, all these other things. But the one thing that I'm not strong at is in the kitchen. So you guys literally today have really inspired me to go a little harder right there. Now, I am not big on Pinterest because it's like a black hole for me. It's like when I get on Pinterest, one thing will lead to another thing, will lead to another thing. And I feel like I will never get off there. You know, it's not like a personal end in sight. So I've never, so I shy away from getting on there, but everybody goes on Pinterest for ideas and whatever it is they need. So I have to figure out a way to do that but in a way that's not going to, you know, keep me on there too long or get into this big loop that I can't get out of because I have got to kick my game, set my game up when it comes to this food piece. Like I have, I have my same five or seven things that I do and then that's it. So you all have really got me like, okay, I got to do better with this. But if you all will share with me, uh, you know, if you have a picture or a recipe for these, I would love to share this with the, with the audience. And then, um, I know that you both have personal pages, so I don't really want to have people following you on your personal page. But um, you mentioned, Maisha, that a page that you would suggest that they may get get involved in would be the Black Vegan Beginners 101. Wendy, is there, a, as we're wrapping up, is there like a certain um, social media page or book or anything at all that you would recommend for the listeners to kind of seek out as they may explore a vegan lifestyle more so for themselves? Yes. Well, um, everyone's welcome to follow me on Instagram. I've actually started turning up on Instagram, getting that going. So it's public. (laughs) And um, my uh, username is Miss M, S as in Sam, Wendy, W-E-N-D-E, 2000. Um, And some of the groups I like following on Facebook is Dr. Sabi. Um, alkalinized recipes. Um, I am a fan of Chef Aki, and that's A-H-K-I. She's on uh, Instagram as well as Facebook. Um, Yada is another one I like following, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Y-A-D-A. So they are excellent. And, uh, you know, just kind of going back to what you were just kind of talking about, Tiffany, where it's like, okay, I have my have some meals that, you know, I kind of work with, but, you know, I'm kind of in a box right now. Well, one of the things I always encourage, you know, people 
to do who I encounter who are getting started or just feel like they plateaued, check out some of these different groups because when you are able to learn from others, just from looking at their pictures or their recipe, it's like, oh, wow, so I can get creative with this. I can get creative with that. Like, um, I'm sure Maisha can uh, uh, attest to this. Uh, it, this wasn't something that happened overnight. I mean, it was some trial and error. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> and, you know, finally, you know, got my staple uh, ingredients I keep in the cabinet and in the refrigerator. And, you know, I have my, you know, a few staple meals that I like to, you know, go to during the week, especially when it gets hectic. But for the most part, you know, I feel like there is no structure because there is no structure with this life, eating mm-hmm, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, the prior lifestyle, it was in my mind, oh, I need to have a meat, a starch and a vegetable. Whereas oh now my it's gosh, just like, yes. just eat, just eat. That's you can right. have as many vegetables as you want on your plate. I mean, today, I mean, I think I had six, seven, eight vegetables, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and who cares? So that is what um, I would encourage people to, you know, um, you know, keep in mind. And then obviously those groups that I suggested, um, you know, check them out. I am excited. I think what I'm going to do is a personal challenge. And for you guys out there who are listening and you are interested in um, an alkaline vegan lifestyle and a way of eating, um, I would challenge just a once a week, just try to find something fun and make up something. And I think that's what I'm going to do. You know, I think I'm going to, like you said, Wendy, just have fun with it and just eat. There's no rules to this and just be creative. Um, I think this is a way to just, you know, this is therapeutic. Um, being in the kitchen can be therapy for other, for some people. And it's just a way to just be creative and, and obviously a way to be healthy. So I am super excited. I thank you ladies so much for joining me. And um, you are just just wonderful. I love you all. I admire you from afar. I really do just watch and, and see what you're going to come up with next because I'm just that interested in what you're doing. So um, I thank you again. And I hope that you guys have a great week. Thank you. Thank you for inviting thank you. Aww, thank you. Well, that's another amazing episode in the books. I appreciate you stopping by and listening because I do this for you. Now, it's your turn to join the conversation. Please weigh in on this episode by visiting organizedenergy.co backslash podcast and do two things. One, leave a written or audio comment or questions regarding today's conversation. And two, let your voice be heard by casting your vote in this week's poll based on this episode. And now that we're family, let's stay connected. Still, go to that same link, organizedenergy.co backslash podcast. Enjoy my Love Shine community. Why Love Shine? Because it's all about love and it's all about light over here at the Life Unscripted podcast. Or you can find me on your own simply by visiting Facebook. You'll go to Organized Energy Consulting, find our community and groups, and then join the Life Unscripted podcast after party. Also on Instagram, find me at Life Unscripted Podcast. On Twitter, it's Life Unscripted P. And show a little love by sharing this episode with a friend or two or three. Speaking of showing love, before I get out of here, I got to remind you of something. 
I want you to always remember that self-love is one of the best forms of love because no matter who comes, who goes, no matter who chooses you, who doesn't, who forgives you and who doesn't, who values you and who doesn't, so long as you choose you and you love you and you see value in you and you take time each and every day to celebrate yourself. Take time right now and write this love note to yourself. And not only do I want you to write it daily, but I want you to recite it daily in the mirror. Repeat after me. So you say your name and I'm gonna say mine. Dear Tiffany, I love you. I forgive you. I accept you. I choose you. You have worth. You have purpose. You have value. You matter to me. And you matter to God. My words, my thoughts, my decisions today will prove this. Tiffany, you're already winning. You are already blessed. Keep going. Do not give up because the very best is yet to come. All right, love shines. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. Time is a commodity and once it's spent, we can never get it back. So I truly appreciate you spending just a little bit of yours with me. That's a wrap until next time. I want you to know that I love you. I'm praying for you and I want nothing but blessings, love and light for you and yours. Have a great week, guys. Hi, do you feel like you have way too much on your plate to get accomplished and very little time to get it all done? Is anxiety like on 1000 right now? Take a deep breath and woosah and then reach out to me because I am a trusted confidant and accountability partner and I can help you master time management and work-life balance as a professional. And because I specialize in helping to develop brands and the professionals behind them, I could also help you with your small business. So whether you're still in the conceptual stages of the business or you're trying to figure out exactly how to launch, how to brand it, how to market it, how to look good and how to operate efficiently so that you're working smarter and not harder, I'm still your girl. For more information about how I can help you, Find me at organizedenergy.co, where I am helping to develop brands and the professionals behind them.